a very good morning good afternoon good evening whenever you're listening in from this is the broom podcast my name is vigilant satieno and we are having our let's talk edition episode six and today we're talking about health because i think health is one of the vital sectors in any country in any continent and since last year we've had the covid 19 pandemic that has really put the health sector in the front line in various for various reasons and just to have a brief touch on covid 19 pandemic i'm very passionate about good health and affordable healthcare for all the reason being not all of us are privileged to access private high class quality services and because we do pay tax I think it's very important and imperative for any government to ensure this quality and affordable healthcare for all citizens, uh, regardless of race, regardless of gender, regardless of your economic status, regardless of your education level. We all have a right to quality and affordable healthcare. If you look at the United Nations uh, Sustainable Development Goals, I think health is number three. Good health is number three. And then if you also look at, for those in Kenya, if you look at one of the uh, big four agendas for His Excellency President Uru Kenyatta, health is one of them. Meaning this is a very vital sector for both developed and developing nations. I've been following keenly on the COVID-19 vaccination or vaccine as you may want to put it. And you can see the imbalance between developed and developing nations. For developing nations, particularly Africa, we are still battling to get enough and sufficient vaccine for our population. But the situation is not the same for developed nations. Some of them have vaccines in excess, But I'm not sure if they are willing even to distribute to Africans because I think there was a time there was this conversation about uh, how Africans have not really died from this whole COVID. So it was a disappointment to some, but that is not a conversation I would love to have because here we talk about positive development and finding the way forward. But moving forward, as an African citizen, as an African believer in the African spirit, I think it's very imperative and it's very important for our government to find a way out, particularly in ensuring that citizens access quality COVID-19 vaccines. I've seen in uh, Kenyan news where there was a time uh, some officials in the health ministry were trying to suggest that it's okay to mix vaccines but a few days ago WHO that is the World Health Organization they advised against mixing of vaccine because enough research has not been done on that Uh, in Africa I think South Africa is really trying with the Johnson & Johnson vaccine to ensure that the African population will be able to at least have a good percentage of people who are already vaccinated Uh, countries like Denmark have been able to distribute uh, some vaccine to Kenya which is a good thing and we do appreciate that and there was also a lot of debate about the AstraZeneca vaccine and Pfizer and I don't know I am not a health practitioner so 
I will limit how much information I can share on this. But by the end of the day, we all hope that we'll be able to get a chance to get vaccinated. And I'm looking forward for the day I'll actually get vaccinated to just share my experience and to just be confident that at least I'm taken care of health-wise because COVID is real and you're still trying to do each and everything to ensure that you're safe. So back to my today's discussion because it was not purely centered on uh, vaccinations and vaccines in regards to COVID. I just wanted to talk about general health and in this particular discussion I would focus and center my discussion in regards to private versus public health facilities. Uh, previously, I've always embraced uh, private hospitals because number one, they're very fast, two, very reliable, three, I'm very assured of the quality of healthcare that I'm getting there. But on the downside, is some of them, they're very expensive, some of them, they do make good use of your insurance. In the essence, you'll be subjected to numerous tests and numerous medicine for a simple ailment. Again, I'm not a health practitioner, so I do not know. Yeah, I'm just speaking from my personal experience and how I feel. But uh, before the colonizers came, I remember we used to have the African... I uh, actually don't remember. History says we had traditional medicine, medicinal people the herbalists and my grandmother is very good at uh, treating you with herbal medicine because she's very knowledgeable in that area but the western medicine practice involved a lot and so it had to be cut into the haves and the have not and so recently I visited a public hospital because I was feeling so unwell it was so bad asthma is not something you want to to experience on your daily basis trust me living with it it's by the grace that we live and survive and breathe with our lungs despite the condition but yeah here we are strong and facing life every day courageously and not giving in to asthma but I would love to share my experience with this particular public hospital because it was my first time actually to be treated in it. And I didn't know what to expect. I just had this one stereotype that nurses are very rude and very arrogant. <laughs> Luckily, they're all stereotypes, you know. Until you get somewhere and actually experience the service or whatever, you can never be so sure. But my experience in terms of, in terms of the nurse... They were not rude. They were not arrogant. Yeah, so we got to the hospital at around 9 a.m. in the morning. And I was attended to at 12.30. Yeah, because the queue was really long. I was number 41. And remember when you get to the hospital, number one, you check in and book, you book a card. So that card is numbered. So if you're going to dental, you're given a different number from someone going for general body checkup and a different number from somewhere going to uh, the children's clinic. Yeah. So I was at the general body because mine wasn't dental. So I was number 41 and I waited for like three hours and some minutes. 
I was very patient. And you know when you're sick, you do not even have the energy to start saying, "Oh, why are you trying to skip people? Why why is it that some people just come and get in?" I was not with that vibe. And I don't also like complaining openly in the public. It's not it's not my thing. It's not my style. I'll confide in someone and say, "Ah, I think the way they're doing this thing, they could do better." But I wouldn't just go head on with someone and say, "Blah blah blah." It's not my style. Yeah, so I got to see the doctor actually three hours and some really long minutes later. And uh, so you just asked some questions. How are you feeling? How is your body? And the doctor is just scribbling something down, just writing. And then they're asking you, do you have this condition? Have you taken any medicine before? Did you self-medicate? How do you usually go about it? Which drugs did you use last, uh, like yesterday? What? Any allergy? Whatever, whatever. And then if they don't think it's wise to take you to the lab, they don't. So me when I got there and I talked to the doctor because I also I have asthmatic condition and my lungs were just so clogged that breathing was very hard. I requested to be taken for x-ray and the doctor who was a she she was really kind, she was really nice. She was like, "I know you really want to go for the x-ray, but because you're very young and exposing you to those radiations might actually be a stimulation for cancerous cells I wouldn't advise you and you see if a doctor tells you that that there is another way for them to assess your condition without actually risking your life then as a good person also you listen so I listened to the doctor and yeah I didn't I ended up not going for x-ray but you see if you go to some private hospitals they won't tell you such things they'll just put you for x-ray because for them it's it's the revenue how much are they getting from your insurance how much are they going to get from your from your cash but anyway i wouldn't mention any particular hospital but we've seen scandals in various uh, private hospitals where some of them even double your your bills because they want more revenue so health is very vital in any country both developed and developing nations and President Uru Kenyatta launched a universal healthcare. I don't know how it works because I'm not registered for it, but it was uh, Kisumu County was one of the counties where they launched the UHC. I don't know even if it's still valid because you see the thing is healthcare system was devolved and we've seen a lot of uh, strikes. Kisumu County has had constant strikes of doctors and nurses because of late payment. I don't know, they're not given risk allowance, I don't know what. But I actually don't understand how health was devolved. I don't know the logistics behind that. I don't work for the government, so I'm just an abiding citizen. But anyway, uh, health system is not something that should be taken lightly. Also, we have seen uh, the first lady... Uh, Margaret Kenyatta uh, get involved with the Beyond Zero that actually tries to advocate for zero immortality rate at childbirth and I think it has really improved but I still feel a lot needs to be done the Ministry of Health has had so many scandals department that deals with health there is a, uh, a time I read about how they had failed to agree with the 
USAID on consignment of the ARVs. And you see, Kenya, we are still battling HIV. And as much as right now we have the COVID-19 pandemic, we have HIV, we have tuberculosis, we have people with cancer. We still have a lot that needs to be catered for. But but also we have limited resources, we have limited funds. So some of these... Um, some of these patients especially hiv and uh, and tuberculosis people they still need arvs which are usually being given for free but now if the government cannot align their system then it's the citizens who are suffering i'm not actually trying to show the bad side of the government but all i'm saying is let us just make the system work if you're in government make the system work for the people for the people we shouldn't lose lives we shouldn't let uh foreign aid in terms of ARVs go because do we even have our own resources to cater for the hiv group can the government actually manage to provide free ARVs to all citizens on its own without foreign aid or foreign support those are some of the questions we need to ask ourselves uh, right now, there's an enrollment for malaria. They're trying to make ma- uh, zero malaria in Africa, and they've been giving free nets. But let me tell you the scandal with some of the facilities that are distributing those nets. They'll write for you. Uh, you need to get four nets. When you go there, you're given one, and you're given long explanation. And then later, you discover some of the people working there have taken extra, extra, extra for their friends, for their relatives, for what? I mean, integrity. If you're in in an office that offers services, especially things to do with health, education, please just uphold integrity at all times. Just ensure you're giving quality service. Just ensure you're being fair. Just ensure you're doing your job. Because don't look at what you're getting. Don't be, what am I getting for my people? What am I getting for my people? But by the end of the day, you still have a lot of people who are the reason you have that job. So integrity and just being straightforward with whatever you have been mandated to do. But all I'm saying is, health is a big sector. If the citizens and nation is sick, then who, who rules? If the citizens cannot access affordable and quality health care, then why have a government? And if you want to know if a government is failing, just look around the country and look at those health facilities. Some of them don't even have drugs for the patients. Some of them are so overcrowded that they cannot afford to take in patients anymore. And it looks like uh, health is going to be that sector where if you have it, you can access it. If you don't, you're on your own. But it shouldn't be like that because each and every human being I'll repeat this, each and every human being deserve to access affordable quality healthcare services. Anyway guys, I hope uh, this particular episode will make you reflect 
will make you think and uh, will make you do your due diligence and if you are in the public health system or facility please uh continue if you're doing a good job continue doing a good job but if there's a place where you've been dragging behind check on it because we all want to have healthy body we all want to access good medicine that is not expired we also want to meet friendly doctors and friendly nurses who are not arrogant who will not be rude and just always ensure that you change the stereotype within your work environment otherwise this has been our sixth episode of let's talk do share your feedback with me at the broom podcast at gmail.com until next time where we'll get to talk maybe about how to get your health insurance and stuff like that goodbye my name is vigilance atieno and do enjoy this particular episode bye bye